Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to edit up on the Edup Experience podcast, where we make education your business. This is Dr. Joe Salustio, and I'm here to tell you a quick story, a story of AI. Uh, one of my uh, trusted, amazing friends and contacts in the industry, you may know him, uh, you probably know of his organization. His name is Mitch Tallenfeld, and he runs MDT Marketing. Mitch is a Mitch is a down-to-earth, tell-it-like-it-is guy, awesome uh, dude. I've known him forever. Um, and uh, he called me and he says, Joe, he says, I have this crazy, crazy, awesome idea. And I was like, Mitch, I've known, known you for a long time, so I don't know what I'm going to say about this. But, you know, shoot. Yikes! Anyway, he says, why don't you interview chat gpt on your podcast and i thought for a second and i said well that's interesting has anybody done that before i don't think they have that would be absolutely amazing so this is our first podcast episode of 2023 and the future of education is the topic this episode sponsored by Mitch Talenfeld and MDT Marketing and um, executing on his crazy idea. And I said, we got to take this and run with it. What we're going to do today is we're going to explore artificial intelligence and other new technologies, specifically chat GPT and their impact on learning, teaching and jobs. It's a dramatic interview, to say the least, as I interview chat GPT. Dramatic in the sense that, to my knowledge, no one has done anything like this before. Um, I Here's what I did. When I say I interviewed ChatGPT, you say, what the heck are you talking about, Joe? How is that possible? Well, I went to the website. It's openai.com, and I began typing in a series of questions, and I got a series of answers, uh, some good ones, from ChatGPT. I took the answers. I put in a text-to-voice component in my program, Descript, and turned ChatGPT's answers into a voice that you can understand, a little bit of a robot voice, if you will. So think about this. Think about AI and ChatGPT. You may never have to write a paper or a script on your own ever again. Students might use this program, uh, ChatGPT, to write papers, do research, uh, maybe even find answers on uh, any type of written tests or multiple choice tests. Seniors in high school are already applying this. Um, they're, they're writing their college letters through ChatGPT. Um, they're uh, answering questions that they're getting in tests and from teachers. And they may never have to write an application essay again to go to college. And in administrators, teachers, admissions departments, parents, how do we know uh, that the student wrote something? How do we know that the student submitted it? Because AI written papers are almost undetectable. And you can actually ask ChatGPT to rewrite something to avoid plagiarism. It's insane. Uh, are you scared? Are you excited? I don't know. Are you saying, yikes, 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 yikes. Technology adoption is always hard. So were you scared when computers, mobile phones, and processing programs came out? What about Grammarly or, or search engines, Google, when they were invented? Well, folks, this episode of EdUp gives you a glimpse into the future and the future of education. So hold on to your seats for what we believe is ChatGPT's first ever interview. And again, this is sponsored by our great friends at MDT Marketing. Let's get to it. Three higher ed authors, 100 plus college and university presidents, dozens of actionable insights for academic leaders. Commencement, the beginning of a new era in higher education is now available on Amazon.
From personalized video to wear and share technology, MDT Marketing's suite of student journey solutions are designed to simply deliver wow. moments that boost engagement and conversion rates at targeted milestones in the student journey. Try them for yourself at mdtmarketing.com. Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to add up on the Edup Experience podcast, where we make education your business. Dr. Joe Salustio here with you on the first recorded episode of 2023. I hope you had a happy holiday and an exciting and motivating new year and that your resolutions are in place and you're going to do that and achieve those goals if that's your thing. I know there are a lot of people out there that don't do resolutions like myself. Um, there are others of you out there. But if you do resolutions and uh, and you achieve those goals, I wish you the best of luck. I will tell you today is, uh, has been an episode that I think has been a long time coming, particularly if you've been on break and you've been messing around with new technology. Um, I can't wait to bring my guest to the microphone today. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Chat GPT, Chat GPT, welcome to the Edip Experience. Like I said, long time coming. Uh, so, how are you today? I'm just a computer program, so I don't have feelings or physical sensations. I'm always on and ready to help with your questions or problems to the best of my ability. Is there something specific you'd like to know or discuss? So, tell me, what is Chat GPT exactly? Because there is a lot of confusion out there. What kind of program you are? It really would be nice if you would lay it all out for us. What is ChatGPT? I'm not familiar with a specific model called ChatGPT. GPT is a type of language processing model developed by OpenAI. It is a machine learning model trained to generate human-like text by predicting the next word in a sequence based on the previous words in the sequence. GPT models can be fine-tuned for various language tasks, such as translation, summarization, and question answering. By providing them with additional training data for those specific tasks, it's possible that ChatGPT refers to a chatbot that uses a GPT model as its underlying language processing technology. Is that the type of information you were looking for? Well, that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, that is the type of information that I am looking for. Uh, I really, I got to tell you. I like your style, dude. So why is ChatGPT so popular right now? Why are so many people infatuated in using you every single day? I'm not sure why a specific chatbot using a GPT model would be particularly popular at this time. GPT models are a type of language processing technology that have been used in a variety of applications, including chatbots. Chatbots that use GPT models may be popular for a variety of reasons, such as their ability to generate human-like text, their flexibility to be fine-tuned for specific language tasks, or their availability as open-source software. It's also possible that you are thinking of another technology or product that is popular at the moment. If you have any more information or context about what you are asking, I'd be happy to try and help further. So ChatGPT should higher education faculty members be nervous about this technology? Are they going to lose their jobs over this? It's natural for people to be concerned about job security, especially in the face of changing technology. 
and the potential for automation. However, it's important to keep in mind that technology can also create new job opportunities and increase productivity in many fields, including education. In the field of education, technology can be used to enhance the learning experience and make it more accessible to a wider range of students. For example, online course materials and virtual classrooms can make it easier for students to access educational resources and connect with their instructors and peers. At the same time, however, it's important for educators to stay up to date with new technologies and teaching methods in order to remain competitive in the job market. It's also worth noting that many jobs in education, particularly in higher education, require a high level of human interaction and personalization, which may be difficult to replicate with technology alone. While it's important for educators to be aware of potential changes and developments in the field, it's also important to recognize the value that they bring to their students and institutions. So yeah, that is exactly um, true. We do need to recognize our value that we bring as human beings that we bring to our students, into our institutions. What I think you should do at this time, GP, uh, Chat GPT, is this. Break yourself, fool! No, really. Uh, another serious question. How will technology create new job opportunities in higher education? There are a number of ways in which technology can create new job opportunities in higher education. Here are a few examples. One, educational technology, the development and implementation of educational technology, such as online course materials and virtual classrooms, can create job opportunities for individuals with expertise in this field. Two, online education, the growth of online education has created new job opportunities for educators to design and teach courses, as well as for support staff to manage online programs. 3. Data analysis. The increased availability of educational data, such as student performance data, can create job opportunities for individuals with skills in data analysis and visualization to help institutions make data-informed decisions. 4. Virtual reality. The use of virtual reality in education can create job opportunities for individuals with expertise in creating virtual reality content and experiences for educational purposes. 5. Educational software development. The development of educational software and applications can create job opportunities for software developers and engineers. 6. E-learning support. The use of technology in education can create job opportunities for individuals to provide technical support and assistance to students and faculty. Overall, the use of technology in higher education can create new job opportunities in a variety of fields, including instructional design, online education, data analysis, and educational software development. You know, and this question comes up, uh, and thank you for that explanation, but this uh, question comes up all the time, and that is, how should faculty in higher education use this GPT model to ensure that students are not cheating. There may not be a more important question in all of higher education right now. What do you say to that, ChatGPT? There are several ways that faculty in higher education can help ensure that students are not cheating on assignments or exams. Here are a few suggestions. 1. Use plagiarism detection software. Plagiarism detection software can help identify instances of copied or unoriginal work. 2. Administer proctored exams. Having a proctor present during an exam can help deter cheating and ensure that students are following the rules. 3. Use multiple versions of exams. Using multiple versions of the same exam can make it more difficult for students to share answers with one another. 4. Encourage academic integrity. Educating students about the importance of academic integrity and the consequences of cheating can help prevent cheating from occurring. 5. Foster a culture of honesty. Creating a culture of honesty and integrity within the classroom can help students understand the value of doing their own work. 
Overall, a combination of preventive measures and a strong focus on academic integrity can help ensure that students are not cheating in higher education. So should faculty use this GPT model or resist it? I'll catch you on the flip side. GPT models can be fine-tuned for various language tasks, such as translation, summarization, and question answering, by providing them with additional training data for those specific tasks. However, it's important to consider the limitations of GPT models and the potential risks and benefits of using them in a specific context. For example, GPT models can be useful for generating sample text or ideas, but they may not be suitable for use as a replacement for human instructors or for grading student work. It's also important to consider issues of bias and ethical concerns when using GPT models or any other type of artificial intelligence. Ultimately, whether or not faculty should use GPT models or any other technology will depend on the specific needs and goals of their educational context and the potential risks and benefits of using the technology, it may be helpful for faculty to carefully consider these factors and consult with colleagues and experts before making a decision about whether or not to use GPT models or any other technology in their teaching. Let me ask you a really serious question, though. Can you rewrite papers to avoid plagiarism? If you really wanted to, could you? Could you? It is generally not a good idea to try to rewrite someone else's work in an attempt to avoid plagiarism. Plagiarism is the act of using someone else's work or ideas without proper attribution, and it is considered a serious academic offense. If you are concerned about avoiding plagiarism in your own writing, there are a few things you can do. 1. Use quotation marks to indicate when you are using someone else's exact words. 2. Paraphrase or summarize ideas from other sources in your own words, making sure to give proper credit to the original source. 3. Use a citation style guide, such as a Power MLA, to properly format in text citations and a reference list. 4. Use plagiarism detection software to check your work for any unoriginal content. Overall, the best way to avoid plagiarism is to do your own work and give proper credit to any sources you use. If you need help understanding how to properly use and cite sources in your writing, you may want to consider consulting with a writing tutor or your instructor. One more question for you, uh, ChatGP. In our final question of the episode, in fact, we end every episode with this question. And in fact, we've interviewed, I don't know, over 550 people and now one AI. And we're going to ask you the same question we ask them. What do you, ChatGPT, see for the future of higher education? It's difficult to predict exactly what the future of higher education will look like, but there are a few trends that are already starting to take shape. One trend is the increasing use of technology in the classroom, which could potentially make education more accessible and convenient for students. Online courses and distance learning programs are becoming more popular, and it's likely that these types of educational opportunities will continue to grow in the future. Another trend is the growing emphasis on interdisciplinary studies and experiential learning. Many universities are starting to place more emphasis on hands-on, practical experience, and are encouraging students to pursue internships and other real-world learning opportunities. This shift is aimed at helping students better prepare for the workforce and become more well-rounded, well-informed individuals. It's also possible that the traditional model of higher education, with its emphasis on classroom lectures and four-year degree programs, will continue to evolve. Alternative models, such as competency-based education and micro-credentialing, could become more widespread, allowing students to demonstrate their knowledge and skills in new ways. Ultimately, the future of higher education will depend on the needs and demands of students, as well as the ever-changing technological and economic landscape.
Well, I got to say, this has been a really informative conversation, chat GPT. I want to thank you again for being a uh, guest here on the podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to say before we let you go? It's all part of the plan. Whoa, your voice changed there just a second. We're not going to get nervous, chat GPT. We are going to continue on and provide human interaction with individuals and students across the globe. But I do want to say thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been my guest, ChatGPT. You're welcome. I'm glad I could help. If you have any other questions, don't hesitate to ask. I'm here to help with any information or assistance you need. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, you just add up. MDT Marketing helps boost the performance of your student nurturing campaigns. Let's say you have a prospective student who hasn't yet committed, so they get moved into your marketing automation workflow to start receiving emails, text messages, and other communications to nurture them towards enrollment. The problem is most content applied to nurturing campaigns is just not compelling. And even if it is, even compelling content needs a little boost to make sure your message truly engages your prospective students. This is where MDT Marketing comes in. From personalized video to wear and share technology, MDT Marketing's suite of student journey boosts are designed to simply deliver wow. moments that boost engagement and conversion rates at targeted milestones in the student journey. But you've got to try it for yourself. Visit mdtmarketing.com, then select personalized video from our menu. You're going to love it. Student journey solutions from MDT Marketing. Wow. Moments simply delivered.